You're listening to the smartest guys in marketing, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, conversions, and marketing coolness. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. What's up, everybody? Hey, let me do this intro. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the smartest guys in marketing with T Diddy and Chris Nanny. What? No. T Diddy and Chris Nanny. That's so good. See money. See money. Nah, dude. You're a your nanny fits you, man. I like that. All right, bro. Whatever. All right. This is a mini episode. And in the mini episode, we're talking about some bite-sized goodness. And like pizza bites. Pizza bites. Ooh, pizza bites. Yeah, that so sounds good. we're talking about celebrity advertising. Bro, I used to eat pizza bites in college literally every day because I was so poor. Chris made the comment like six months ago that he's like, I want our advertising to be so good that I'm like stalked and I have to have a bodyguard. And I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And then last week, it happened to me. Dun, 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 dun. He I was walking... Up. He woke up and someone was standing at the foot of his bed. That's not true. It happened to me. I was walking out of the gym and this SUV drives over. He says, Taylor Welch. This, this van that says free candy. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is a true Taylor's story. Like, oh, free candy. Hey. Yes. This, <laughs> this is a true story. This actually happened. I called Chris and I was like, uh, bro, I can't I was traveling back from happened. Montana and you're like blowing me up. Like I thought you were. Like you literally were kidnapped or something. Yeah. No, no, no. So I'm, I'm going to tell them the story. Then let's tell them like the three keys because we're going to do some teaching in this episode. Did we actually give them the headline of this episode? Yeah. Celebrity advertising. Cool. Let's yeah. Go. You were you were reminiscing Sorry. about pizza bites. So anyways, I walk out. This, this SUV drives over. He's like, Taylor Walsh. I was like, I looked back and I was like, hello. And I'm like limping to my car because I just made a massive mistake last weekend with my legs. I was like lifting a little too much. And so they're all like, just not working. So I'm like limping to my car and I'm like, I'm about to freaking get robbed. So I like start walking faster and he drives up. He's like, Taylor. <laughs> I was like, uh, hello. He's like, dude, I was wondering if you worked out at FAC. I was like, I didn't recognize who it was. Long story short, it's this guy who has been listening to our, to our podcast and he saw the smartest guy in marketing walking out of the gym and had to go talk to him. So Smartest guy in marketing number two. Yeah. Well, the, one, he saw one of the smartest guys in marketing. And uh, this so happened you to you do? a couple... What did you do, this hap- what did you do this, though? I just stood there and I was like, hey... Did you like start wetting your pants? No. Because then he was like, he was like, dude, you're so much bigger than Chris. <laughs> oh my God. And then I was like, lot. oh, he, he's got to be listening to like our stuff. I was like, dude, I want you to message Chris right now and tell him how big my arms are. And he just started laughing. And then a car pulled around behind him and he had to go, and I was like, "All right, man, good to see you." So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Car. This guy didn't work out at your at your gym. No, he literally like like he thought you might work out there, and was waiting in the parking lot for you. Yeah, and then you were like hobbling out of the gym. Yeah, like a crippled. And he found he pulled up because yeah. you were squatting like a hundred times ten. And he yeah. and he pulled up, and he's like Taylor Welch. Yeah, and so then he pulls into a parking spot. And he's like, "Dude, while we got thirty seconds." I run an SEO company and I was like, bro, you should just become a client if you want help. 
So anyways, we ended up. So he was asking for, for advice. Five minutes. Yeah. Wow. But this happened to, get to you. Car. I tried to get my car and he was like right there. But here's the thing. Like if you've ever seen the inside of a Tesla, that's not shocking because he probably, I mean, he it's saw not the that screen. impressive. We're just being honest. He saw this. He saw the screen. Dude, you're, saw literally, the you're literally drunk right now. It's not that impressive. We picked up my Tesla and Chris was in town and we're driving down the highway and literally Chris is screaming like a girl and he's the one driving. Can't let off the accelerator because it's, he's got like four G's on him. That's not a weird. <laughs> Bro, I just don't like it when you insult my, Sorry, it's my things. Far. If you um, want to drive like from so, the part of town to the south. So yeah, so celebrity marketing. This happened to you, right? A couple yeah. of months ago in the, in the bathroom. Yep. At a conference. Yeah. I was literally like standing there just like minding my own business, taking care of business. The guy just like looked over at, like he just kept looking over at me. I'm like, Hey bro, what's up, man? Like, yeah, cool. Nothing weird about that. And then he just goes, are you Chris Evans? I was like, yeah. Like that's kind of like the weirdest place to do that. Um, It happened at Starbucks too. Someone in my town, someone walked up to me, said, Hey, Chris Evans, traveling funnels. Yeah. Yeah, or sometimes one time I walked behind someone's laptop at Starbucks and they were watching our webinar. And then I just like left <laughs> as soon as I could. But honestly, like, dude, celebrity advertising, we're getting to the place where like, you know, people are starting to recognize greatness when they see it. <laughs> <laughs> we're about to hit up. Should we tell people what we're about to do with, uh, with our marketing or should we keep that secret? I don't know. I feel like we can kind of just keep that on the low. Keep it on the low end. All right. So you may not want to be in a place where you're like, you want weird stuff like that to happen to you. I mean, hold on. We don't want like like legit weirdos. No. People who aren't crazy. That's cool. Yeah. But there is an element of like being able to celebritize, if that's a word, your advertising to where you become kind of this, you know, someone joined uh, yesterday and got into our workshop. And what did he say? Like, I feel like you guys are going to descend. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, yeah. And bring me up with you. I'm well, like, that's, no, bro. You're ascending. <clears throat> you're going to ascend up to us. But that's like the positioning we've kind of put into our advertising is the, the bling. And so if you're not kind of creating a celebrity out of yourself in your marketing, then there's a good chance that you're losing out on, you know, a lot of potential revenue. That doesn't mean celebrities are not larger than life in the sense of like, they never make mistakes or they're not authentic, you know, uh, by celebrity. I mean, like there's an aura of like that person can take me and lead me to the promised land. And there's a little bit of a, you know, mysterious aura about them. Things like that. Right. Well, I think the, the key to like why building a celebrity status or celebrity presence in your marketplace is it all comes down to trust and rapport. When you are like in a celebrity status, people feel like they know you, they feel like they can trust you and you have rapport with them. And so in that situation, you never have to convince somebody to do business with you because you already have the core elements of what it takes to do business. Likeability, trust, rapport. So that's why if you want to leverage you know, everything that is available to you, building celebrity status in your marketplace can be extremely valuable. And that's why companies hire celebrities to sell their products because people know them, they like them and they trust them. Trust them. So, so what are the three uh, let- keys? 
if someone wants to build this in their market? Bro, I don't like how you just cut me off just now. Sorry, dude. I'm just like ready to go. I mean, I mean, I know you're going on vacation. You're like already like halfway there. I expect an, an apology in, in, in front of mode. all of our listeners. I mean, no, bro, I'm you're not. wearing sweatshorts. Like you're just letting yourself go. Dude, it's, honestly, it's because I'm going to go to the gym over lunch and I didn't want to change. <laughs> if we're getting <laughs> honest right now. Wow, that's like really honest. All right, so three keys. Let's talk about three keys to being able to inject celebrity status into your marketing. Inject. Gosh, dude, I am a copywriter. That is a good ass word. All right, sorry. The first key is. Oh my gosh. is I can't even handle this right now. The first key is, is mystery. You got to put some mystery. So, have you, uh, have you ever been mean? reading one? Have you ever been reading one of our emails? And we'll say something like, you know, this is kind of how we figured this out, dot, dot, dot. More on that later. And then we'll keep going through the email. And then we'll never tell you what we were talking about. <laughs> All right. Get your hopes up. Literally, like, maybe slightly manipulative, <laughs> but very effective. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, no. Mystery is when you don't share it all right away. And there are, you're constantly giving people something, but there are pockets of things that they kind of want to figure out. There are pockets of things that they, because like what, what our brains psychologically are naturally wired to do is to fill in the gaps and a- answer questions. And so there are times as marketers when we're answering questions, but we're also creating new questions. That way it keeps you kind of addicted and hooked. And that doesn't mean that we do this in a, a negative or derogatory way, uh, we are nothing if not totally committed to helping people make the right decisions. Uh, but when you can inject mystery into your marketing to where there's a, a vagueness sometimes about you and there's like a little bit of, there are gaps where people have questions about things that you do or personality yeah. traits that you have. Does that make sense? Yeah. Another way to like, another example is, a really good example I'd say is, you know, Owning a Tesla. Taylor's 28 years old and he owns a car that's over $100,000. Why did you just tell people how old I was, bro? Because, man, I'm just proud I of you. I made a commitment to not tell anybody how old I was because then they don't listen to me. They do, bro. They trust you. Yeah, because you're 140, like 142K. Now, here's the thing don't go out and just like lease a $100,000 car, right? But buy it's it, something that is kind credit. of. <laughs> yeah, don't take that advice. It, it, that, that's, a very, that's very mysterious though because there are not a lot of people in their 20s who own a car like that, right? And so people naturally are going to wonder, what is he doing to own a car like that? Like, that's very mysterious. Like, there's a lot of questions about that. It's like, he must be doing something right. I mean, he partnered with Chris Evans, obviously. Yeah, I would say that makes sense. Chris is like, you know, 47 years old and he drives a minivan and people are like, I thought you would be more along than this. <laughs> I thought you'd so be further along. There's more, there's mystery there too. You know what I'm saying? What well, is a story? I mean, I do have a minivan. That's what my, my wife drives. <laughs> All my friends have made fun of me about it. But yeah, I drive, I actually drive a Jeep, which I love. But that is like, that is really interesting. You know, my whole focus is family and being able to create experiences. You know, I think there are people who relate to that and how I accomplish that in my life. And the million dollar house you're about to build. Yeah. That'll be mysterious. But yeah, that's a good point. It's definitely a good point. Cool. Next one. So real Anything quick, else just, add there? yeah, just the story of your life that other people want 
like they're going to have the thought, like, how did they accomplish that? How did they do that? How did they achieve that? And so that's something that you should talk about, not necessarily like in a douchey direct way, like some people that we know about online, but in a legit authentic way. Yeah. Cause I don't actually ever talk really about it. In fact, we just met a new couple at church a couple of weeks ago and they were telling me about how uh, they have one of the new Lexus hybrids. They're like amazing gas mileage, super, super quiet. And I was like, that's awesome. Love Lexus. Um, and they're like, yeah, it's like we get like 90 miles a gallon and blah, blah, blah. And we went to dinner and I rolled up in a Tesla and the dude was like, you have a Tesla? I was like, yeah. And he's like, bro, you let me sit there and talk about a hybrid and my gas mileage and you have a Tesla. <laughs> I was like, yeah. well, dude, you don't just go around and be like, hey, man, good to meet you. By the way, I drive a Tesla. Like, that's weird. You know? Yeah. So I feel like actually comparatively, we're super low key on all that stuff. Yeah. You know? We'll talk about our hair all day long, but we're not going to necessarily like be like, oh, I'm buying it, building a million dollar house and I drive this. And, you know, that's not our style. Right. But people see it. They definitely see it. That's good. Cool. Number two. Number two. I'm pretty much, I'm pretty sure, bro, that I said that first. I'm going to let you do this one because I feel like whatever the other person is better at, the other person should announce it. So. All right. Well, I'll let you go. <laughs> Likeability. <laughs> making people making making people like you. How do you yeah. do that? I think one thing that we're really good at is making fun of ourselves and making fun of each other. And there's so many people in the marketplace that are try to paint such a perfect picture. And let's just be honest, that ain't real life. No, like, I don't think that it serves people well to just present this picture of being so polished. Now, listen. With that being said, if it's something that's not natural for you, <laughs> what are you doing, man? Like he's literally, like he has so much trash on his floor. He's just throwing it around. That's not true, dude. I just got a bookcase and there was a box in the floor. Gosh. If it's not something that's natural for you and it feels really, really, really awkward, then you can't, you know, probably can't do it. But being cool and sharing like your downfalls and the things that don't work out. With that being said, though, I think you can't take that too far to where it sounds like a pity party. Yeah. Which I've seen people do. I think just the value of being like self-deprecating a little bit on this and like being able to laugh at your mistakes. That's yeah. that makes people like you being able to make people laugh is going to make people like you. Yes. Um, but then everybody has, has a unique personality, dude. And I think this comes down to knowing your style and owning your style because <clears throat> yeah. if Jeff Walker tried to be self-deprecating like us, then it probably wouldn't work. Yeah. Cause he's just too nice of a person. And like his brand and his persona is built around being like the wise sage you know, mm-hmm. and so and like seeming sincere, super sincere, um, would probably, you don't know his, him personally. Yeah. That's what it, that's what the vibe you get. Whereas guys like, you know, guys like us, you can be pretty, pretty self deprecating, but then like buddy of ours, Sam, who's like, not that way at all. Yeah. He would never make fun of himself. That's cause he's too good for everybody else. Bro. Are you like looking at other things while we're recording this? Don't worry about it, man. So making people laugh, Making people kind of engage cry. in your story, making people cry, mystery, likability. Anything else to add on that one? No. I think the biggest thing here on likability is just like know your style and just own your style. Go all you in. You got to figure that out. Chris is starting to fade, so let's hit this third one. Unless your Number style one, is just like super annoying, then, then we, we should, should talk. Just, then you should just like work at Starbucks. <laughs> Give up. <laughs> Number one, mystery. Don't share it all right away. Number two, likability, making people laugh and like you. Number three, dun, dun, is so, dun. It's so mysterious. 
It's so mysterious. We it's top secret. It's top secret. We can't give you number three. We'll share it to you on uh, maybe the next episode. <laughs> They're like, are you serious right now? Yeah. Very serious. Very serious. See, we just we eat, we drink our own Kool-Aid. We eat our own dog food. We wear our own slippers. We wear our own sweatshorts to the office. Celebrity advertising. You heard it first at smartestguysinmarketing.com. No, really, there's not a dot com. <laughs> we should own that domain though. We do, bro. <laughs> All right, guys. Go get your free gift. People are literally like, what the F? What is number three? <laughs> you guys are going to have to wait. All right. That's All good. right. Traffic slash gift. Go subscribe to the podcast. Go leave a review. Go tell your mom and dad, your brother and sister, all your family and friends about this podcast. My mom has already left a review. Your mom's killing it. She is literally our number one fan. I'm going to buy her a shirt that says number one fan. Peace. This is the podcastfactory.com.